Welcome back to the Nationally Syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love having me on the program. Jeremy Mufi, a show favorite, a personal favorite. Uh, he is uh, really uh, very in tune to what's going on in the world of media. His experience as a vice president for CBS Television obviously uh, gave him incredible insight. And he continues to work in the uh, public relations field with this firm. And uh, he's also the author of a very clever book that I personally love called Off Chloe, which is uh, really a warning shot to all of these uh, arrogant uh, new employees in the world of business in general, but particularly journalism, that kind of think they know it all, uh, but clearly don't. Very, very uh, fun and fun. Uh, Real quickly, how do we learn more about you and your firm, uh, Jeremy? Yeah, my my website is 360 Bespoke. Uh, We are a uh, small uh, PR firm that that does luxury brands, artists, pursuits, fashion, beauty, and we give them the the 360 Bespoke treatment, you know, the 360-degree angle and bespoke, handcrafted. So uh, visit us there. Hey, I like that. That's good. I, I, I wondered about that name, and you finally explained it to me after over a year. That's good. All right. <laughs> Maybe it's just the first time I've talked to you saying it. That's really good. All right, we've been. Uh, I love talking to you about what's going on in the media, um, and uh, really, we talk about a lot of different things: things, politics, business, the economy, but uh, particularly uh, a lot of time in, in a media perspective. And there's a lot going on in the media. You know, we. Uh, uh, we know that the media, both Donald Trump, yet somehow cannot live without Donald Trump. <laughs> it's an interesting uh, dilemma. And uh, it was a golden era for Trump, uh, for really all media, left, right, even uh, some of the center. Uh, but I, I, although there's not a whole lot of center anymore, is there? Uh, what's the old saying? There's nothing in there's uh, nothing in the middle but a yellow yellow streak in the road. <laughs> I think that media <laughs> operates operates that way. Uh, but uh, you know, and so those golden years were fun. All four years for the media, and uh, they have uh, vanished quickly. My goodness, all of the layoffs and all of the changes, and uh, it, it's been brutal. And so here we have. Another presidential uh, campaign in the works. We have the media questioning opening openly. This is both left and right. Why in the world are they even having debates with candidates other than Trump, with Trump not being in them? It's it's really like uh, you know uh, Snow White in the seven, seven Dwarves without Snow White. It's ridiculous. Why even bother? It, it more and more feels like a coronation rather than a, a campaign. Uh, when you listen to the media, even while they say, say how terrible uh, Trump is. It's a fascinating thing. So it seems to me that uh, the hard left at media has come up with a scheme of uh, hating Trump while helping him all they can to get back to the White House. And so there's well, something to play with, Jeremy. Well, here's the thing that people need to understand. is Media is a business, okay? Yes. We're giving you the news, and it's a very important part of our democracy. But at the end of the day, it's a business. These, the media is owned by big companies that are publicly traded or privately owned, and they like money. They need to make money to pay their people, but also to give their shareholders um, and their investors money back. This is a business, and Trump is good for business. He's horrible for democracy. 
but he's good for business. And anybody, any media uh, during the first Trump administration, that the circulation went over the moon, uh, readership, uh, digital apps, everything just skyrocketed because there was such drama. There was such uncertainty. You know, you would wake up in the morning and say, uh-oh, are we alive? What happened? What do you do? <laughs> and with that, you, you went to, you know, you went to the Times, you went to the Washington Post. You, you watched uh, MSNBC or Fox News or whatever. We were, we were all on the edge of our seats, and that made the media billions and billions of dollars. So the thought of him go- coming back, yes, it's terrifying, but these people are doing the numbers. And, you know, a lot of journalists won Pulitzer's, you know, th- during the first Trump administration. A lot of people made a lot of money, so that is definitely in the equation here. You know, we can't be so naive to think, you know, oh, that's not a consideration. Of course it is. Yeah, and really probably the primary one is what I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, they, they would weep and moan and cry all the way to the bank, the media would, <laughs> when it came to dealing with Trump. Uh, I think they may have developed that expression, uh, cry crying all the way to the bank uh, was a great way of describing the media under Trump. And, uh, yeah, and I think that they're seeing an opportunity for things to roll and continue to roll. Um, it's very bizarre, and it's so not in the best interest of the country. And, and then ultimately, you know, what is the media's job? Uh, the media can be, as you pointed out, it can, it can talk in lofty terms all at once, but ultimately – it is a business. It's going to do what's in its business best interest, even if it's destructive for the country. And, of course, there's a lot who think that the liberal media in particular continue to push Trump because it's going to be really hard. Just think in terms of time available to really campaign going in and out of courts all the way through his election, not to mention the fact that uh, that will hurt his ratings over time because he can't get elected without independence, and I don't see independence going to be uh, very tolerant of, uh, of Trump's uh, problems. Well, you know, um, part of the other thing is, you know, a lot of these media companies have, have different interests in Washington, right? They, they want to buy more stations. They want to sell stations. They want to merge. A lot of that requires Justice Department and FCC approval. And, you know, when the, the president is a very influential voice in that. And so we've learned that antagonizing Trump does, never helps you. And he is not averse to uh, holding grudges and retribution. And so a lot of people are kind of like, oh, boy, if this man's president again, we can't, you know, we can't poke the bear. Because, you know, he, Trump personally tried to scuttle the uh, AT&T's uh, purchase of uh, uh, Time Warner um, or Warner. And, he didn't even know, try to CNN. He didn't even try to veil that as a uh, oh. any as anything but uh, going oh, yeah. after them. It was kind of funny. And and this is this is how he acts. And when you know, if you're a publicly traded company in media and you want to uh, operate, you know, you need regulatory approval for a lot of stuff. And Trump is not, uh, you know, it, it, it is completely willing to flex that and to use it as a weapon. So, you know, a lot of people are walking gingerly because, you know, he might be president. And, you know, if we really antagonize him, is this going to be good for us? And that is factoring into the equation, too. You know, you really they got to be careful because this man is holds grudges and he is not afraid to, to seek revenge. 
Yeah, looking like James Comey in, a, in the IRS audit he had. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, <laughs> there was the most intense IRS audit that they even have available. Uh, and and the yeah. kind of audit that typically have a huge amount of, of reason to believe that uh, yeah. he was uh, breaking the rules, which, of course, he was not. I'm no Comey fan. Right. I think he's a moron. But that's a whole different subject. Um, you know, uh, I think he made himself look like he had an agenda, so shame on him for an FBI director. But uh, this, this is the kind of thing Trump does. He continuously shoots warning shots over the bowels of everyone by publicly going after, in the most transparent way, uh, people that, uh, that, quote, do him wrong. End quote at, at sin. You can tell yeah, by the poor quality of the. You can tell by the poor quality of the English I use. But anyway, go ahead. Well, yeah, there was that uh, a Washington Post report that he he has a a, a a group already planning how they're going to uh, pay back enemies if he wins. Yes, and you know, uh, Bill Barr is in their uh, crosshairs. John Kelly is in their crosshairs. Like all these people, he felt personally aggrieved who, who hurt, hurt, hurt him or betrayed him, you know, these people are going to feel the full force of government if Trump is back in the White House. And he, he, does, he's not, he, he doesn't even hide the fact that he's doing this, right? Like, no. he doesn't even, like, he, he's happy to announce that he's doing this. And some of these people are really, really scared because, you know, the last thing you want is, like, you know, the FBI knocking on your door, um, so yeah, Trump, you know, so a lot of the media organizations, you know, they have to tread carefully here because, you know, they still have to operate in that space. And when, you know, the guy in the white house has a grudge against you, it makes it a lot more difficult. Yeah, absolutely. So look at this, uh, you know, unfolding and that's in the I've heard much of, and I think there may be, uh, truth to that. Um, talk a little bit, though, about, uh, you know, how this continues to unfold in terms of the, the campaign and the media. You know, I think there is some in the media who think, you know, where's another loony that we can get as president who's not as dangerous as Trump? Unfortunately, every other person who's running seems to have a filter. Yep. You can't out-Trump Trump. You cannot out-Trump <laughs> yeah. Trump. He is a circus act, and he is great for ratings and, you know, his rallies, you, you, you just, it's like watching a car crash. You can't stop. Like you have to watch it. And he just brings in viewers. And so these news directors in the control room, you know, if they have five different rallies during the, the election season, they're going to go at Trump because he's going to say something outrageous. He's going to attract, you know, some, you know, there's nothing more boring than a campaign rally until Trump. And he yeah. made them spectacles. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just basic, you know, human behavior, you know. It's like why you're on the highway and it stops and it's just people looking at the car crash. Yes. That's, like, that's like a Trump rally. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm grateful for the fact that uh, everything I'm reading showing is that those rallies are getting smaller and smaller. Uh, I think, uh, you know, that ride that you're talking about is a powerful one, an exciting one, but it's also exhausting. <laughs> At some yeah. point, people are like, i got to catch my breath. And so I'm hoping well, we have more of that. But, but this is a little well, what's the joke? What's the joke that, um, you know, every president, um, every president gets old in office? except Trump. 
we got older. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And so it's, it's a very weird time. I, I, you know, again, he's got a lot of problems. I'm sure you're familiar with the fact that uh, Georgia's uh, cannot, uh, what do you call it? When, when someone's convicted, they a pardon. Georgia's governor, governor isn't allowed to get pardons without approval of a panel. Uh, and so, you know, and, and federal, you know, law, any, any part he got on a federal level, which he had to be perfectly honest with you, uh, you know, won't have any role on a state level. And those charges in Georgia are huge. We're talking decades if he's convicted. Uh, and he doesn't have love in Georgia. Um, he burned so many conservative bridges by him treating Georgia like it was some kind of basket case, you know, and blaming them for his inappropriate yeah. behavior. You know, it's just a question of when. I don't, I don't understand the whole end game here. But uh, Trump well, doesn't everybody's operate like flipping on him too. Everybody's flipping on him. All the uh, all the people who were rounded up, uh, you know, uh, by the yeah. uh, state of Georgia, by um, you know, the, the the DA. They've all like I think there were nineteen of them, and like you know, five or six of them have already flipped, and they're going to testify against him. So this is the most serious. Um, and this is the one he can't buy himself out of, or he can't, you know, even if he gets elected, he can't make that go away. And I think this is the one thing that's going to stop him from getting elected. Yeah, I think so. And so I guess, you know, I'm, fundamentally, the majority of media is liberal, in my opinion. Working journalism for 30 years. Um, you know, it, it, it's liberal. And so in the end, putting all this energy and emphasis on Trump, that may be a third reason why uh, they do it. In the end, he get elected, and, uh, you know, and so it's beneficial to uh, a liberal agenda if, you, if you're so conspiracy-minded. Um, and, right. frankly, it, wouldn't, it would not surprise me. <laughs> it just wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, always love chatting with you. Always you have too. more conversation than time. But we had a good time. We covered a lot. Final thoughts Absolutely. as we wrap it up. Well, uh, you know, it, it, it's really going to be an interesting election season. Like I said, Trump is, is a circus act, and I'm a Democrat. I, I, I think he's the, the most dangerous man in the world, but he's one of those people you can't stop watching. And every news director knows this. Viewers know it. So, you know, it's, it's, he's a formidable opponent, um, no matter who he's running against. Yeah, he absolutely is. He's, uh, you know, the, 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 the biggest thing that um, he has to his advantage is um, pure fearlessness. Pure fearlessness yep. that is unfortunately driven by insanity. <laughs> it's like yep, you've got to have a little healthy fear to stay safe, yep. not Donald Trump. It takes him terrifying nope, to anyone he engage with, engages with. <laughs> Not at all. Like Trump is, he is, uh, you know, they should do a fitness test to get in the White House, but then probably no one would get in. <laughs> well, that may be true, too. Certainly not there. I mean, wow, what a country. I, I can't tell you how many choices for toilet paper I have, but these are going to be the two choices for president? That right. is disgraceful. All right, Jeremy Murphy, thanks so much for being with us. I am Kevin Price, the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show.